this week's contest winner is Stephen Hayworth. So congrats to Stephen. You are getting the Dan and Feeds kit from RailroadKits.com. Also, sorry the intro to this is extremely noisy. We're on the road on our way up to Massachusetts to see the Franklin South Manchester layout. Woohoo! Yeah, my dad's over here driving and I'm recording. So congrats to Steven, you're getting the new kit from RailroadKits.com. Uh, well, it's not a new kit, it's a new kit for our contest. If you want a chance to get a kit, uh, the Dan and Feeds kit, sorry, you can upload your favorite street corner scene from either your layout or a famous layout. Hint, hint, just saying. Um, so upload your favorite street corner scene for a chance to win the Dan and Feeds kit from RailroadKids.com and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what everyone posts. You can either email it to podcast at hoscalecustoms.com or you can submit it on this week's pinned post on our podcast or our Facebook page. All right, guys. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. We just want to take a How quick... How are you doing out there? You interrupted my thing right off the bat. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> It's going to be that kind of we'll episode, start fellas. Start over. You start no, over? no, we're rolling with it. You already jumped in. Messed when we all get up. to episode 100, when we get to episode 100, we're going to do a blooper of all. We're going to, oh, we're going to, and you believe me. Saving a lot. Of I've been saving all of our bloopers. So, oh my gosh, we got some do overs and some bloopers wait, and stuff. That we're going to have to you a lot just of hold on because it is going to be fantastic. We're going to have, to have a lot of farm animal noises. Some of the bloopers, the unedited version might go out to our patrons. So, yeah. Um, if you're a patron, you'll get the unedited version. With a warning. But yeah. it is going to be something. So, yeah. I'll try and piece that together. But, anyways, welcome to episode 80. I wanted to take a quick moment to uh, announce that our. I mean, I'm, you got me all kerfluxed. <laughs> All right, episode 80, welcome guys. This is the official start to the show now. Uh, let's just take a quick moment to recognize that our show is 100% now funded by our patrons or supported by our patrons. Everything on this show is now 100% supported by our patrons, so we thank you guys. And, uh, later, wow, that's huge, guys. Yeah, thank you. Little, uh, you keep the show running, literally. So um, yeah. we do want to... Uh, give our quick little plug so if you're going to become a patron you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash hoscalecustoms or go to hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support for a couple other ways to support our show without becoming a patron uh with that we do have our patron questions of the week but we have a couple topics we wanted to hit first so we're going to actually do our patron questions on the back end of the episode this week instead of the beginning and we're just going to flip-flop some stuff around this week so um Let's get rolling into our topics of the week. Um, yeah. The first so let's let's do let's go old school tonight. Okay. Number eighty. So we're gonna go old school on this. Yeah. And start off with what's on your what, workbench. What's on your workbench? We're oh, gonna go yeah. through. The, we're gonna go through the old school topics. All right. Yeah. You've already said that. Let's get the yeah, old school. Well, old school. <laughs> You're, You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Oh. <laughs> that's the most messed up thing we've done in a while we're going streaking no no Frank no one else is going streaking yeah they're all coming I swear they're all coming uh, anyways alright let's jump into it what do you got working on your workbench right now wow 
Yes, I am at the final stages now, adding roof details and wall details, uh, stacks like uh, smokestacks, uh, vents, uh, air conditioner. I've just painted a really cool air conditioner um, for the top and, and a ductwork to go to it, uh, you know, commercial style air conditioner for the top of this. Uh, um, it's well, I renamed it Bayside Storage and and packaging uh, from the ITLA York Industries building. This will be the last week that I am working on it. Thank I'm on the final steps. Yeah, well, you know, there's, there's a lot of things on it, and it's the first time I've worked with anything quite like this. And so I'm trying to find different ways to add the details and such, and and and, and that's what I'm doing. Um, anyways, the air conditioner, I wanted to paint it as detailed as possible, yet put, like, rust spots and things like that on the side of it. And, um, you know, like, like you see in some of the, you know, the, the larger scale stuff for – you know, 135th scale for like military modeling and things right, like that. Right. Um, you know, it's tougher to do on a smaller scale with the HO, but, but it's, um, you know, it, it can still be done. It's just, it's, it, you know, it's something I was toying around with the other night and I had fun with that. And um, I'm just wrapping up these final details that, that are on the kit, uh, on these that are left with this kit. And uh, that'll be done. I mean, the building itself's done. I mean, for the most part, just the details. So that's what I got going on there. And then the other night, uh, last night, um, which would be would have been Tuesday night, I did a um, uh, these Civil War soldiers we talked about, right? The ones right. I picked up, the big ones, and uh, they're they're you know painting figures is what they are. The figures, soldier figures from the Civil War. I did one uh, federal uh, federal soldier. And one Confederate soldier, so one of each. And um, you know, and I talked about it. You can catch that on our on our uh, uh, HO Skill Customs um, Facebook page. Uh, there should be a video up on that for that. And I think you said you were going to transfer that to YouTube. Yeah, the replay well. of the last night's live will be up sometime. It'll be up sometime. Right. I just got to get it up there. So. And I, I detail painted uh, these guys down to. Their accoutrements that they wear, which would be the, their, you know, their, their gear and things they carry outside of their rifle and their rifles, um, and um, I mean, I even put the brass buckles on the on the box plate, you know, and the and the buckle on the on the front of their pants mm -hmm. on their belt. Oh yeah, the detailing and, on them was impeccable. Yeah, it turned out pretty good. Impeccable. I mean, for for HO scale, I mean, it's not HO scale. It's actually one seventy. Don't call it scale. HO scale because you'll have everyone and their mother with pitchforks outside right. our houses. Yeah, no, it's, it's not HO scale. One seventy second is an HO scale. No, right, it's one seventy second. So I'm not gonna even do it in. It's not gonna be any part of our layout. It's gonna be put onto like a a piece maybe. I'm gonna make up a new. That, I don't by twelve inches or. I think so, that scale's called. That scale's called HO Todd thirty. <laughs> something, like, something like that. I don't know. T30, yeah? yeah. So they're popping this a T30 for all I know. <laughs> well, we just offended um, all that group of people now. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to make a small diorama on, on a foam piece of gator board or something like that and um, uh, just and do the landscaping of it and have a battle, uh, a battle scene. Just an you FYI. Know, guys, there's about 90, there's about 60 to 90. Um, figures I gotta paint. Hey, cannons real quick. and horses and just yeah. an FYI, 172nd scale is a scale used for scale models, most commonly model aircraft corresponding to 16th 
of an inch representing one foot. One six oh. one inch to six feet. So there you go. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Right. Seventy two is six feet, so correct. Sorry. Anyways, go back. Okay. Go back. So like I said, it's just slightly larger than HO scale. I last night on the show, on the live feed, um, while I was painting them and I explained a lot of history into the um the uniforms and such that I was painting because I'm I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but I, I know my Civil War history like really, really well. So do you. Don't let him fool you. And, He's not really uh, not that smart. He's not that smart. <laughs> and um, but you know, it's it's something that I, that I'm very versed in, and uh, and so I was able to share what I was painting you know, on a on a on a level of a you know plastic figure. Yeah, yeah, but, right. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It, I had a good time doing it, and it, they turned out pretty nice for my first two. I, I imagine the future the future ones I'm going to do um, that won't be on. The, it's tougher to do when you're when you're doing it live, um, when you're painting live on Facebook. And we're doing that for you too. Um, it's really tough with something like a figure because, for me, I use a. I, I normally would use an optimizer. I don't. And I know you don't, but you're I not. Paint you're them, not I paint them naked eye. You're not 55 years old either. So, um, and then also, I, I also have a, a. I'm close. A magnifying glass with them on my hot light, and I can use that as well. And I've done that as well too. So, in that case. You know, when you're doing it live, you can't do that. You can't wear that crap while you're trying to watch it in the camera and make sure it's all under the camera. Right. It doesn't work. So I'm painting it by hand that way. Plus, the camera is in front of me, and I'm trying to avoid wires and everything else, which I did much better with the filming of it last night than I did on my previous filmings, and as I found a new way. But it's still, you're, you're taking it at a different pace because you're talking while you're doing it. Yeah, when it's I'm different now, than when you're just down here alone, alone in your basement. Uh or I'm workshop. Bang them out on my own. Yeah, I mean you can. Yeah. You're not trying to explain anything either. So. Right. Exactly. So, and the detail is going to be far better, I think, even though they turned out good. So. Yeah, that's what I got going on, and cool. then, uh, next week start the tugboat and another model. Well, on so. my bench, I have a couple. I got a myriad of things. So, yeah. um, I obviously have Sassen Vinegar Works that. Um, I have a lot of the walls prepped for it. I've been taking, I'm yeah, taking, I'm taking nice. my time with this kit because I don't want to rush it and make it look like hell, which with a kit of the intric, the intricacy, did I say that correctly? The kit that is, intricacy. yeah, yeah the so. intricacy of this kit is uh, much greater than a lot of the other kits we've done. So I don't want to rush anything and really botch it up. Uh, right. So I'm trying to take, I'm, I'm really slowing down on this one. I'm taking my time. I'm painting all the detail parts uh, very, very slowly. I'm taking, I'm just taking my time with it. I want to also enjoy it and not rush it because it is an old kit. You cannot get anymore unless you're buying it used or, well, yeah. used. You know what I mean? They're not being sold anymore. So I'm kind of cherishing this kit because uh, how often are you going to get to build one of these anymore? A lot of them are gone or already built. So I'm just appreciating it for what it is. And just like your you with the FSM kits, um, that's such a, like, building an FSM kit to me is such an honor. And same with building mm -hmm. a Builders and Scale kit. It's such an honor to do one. So I'm going to, I'm just right. slowing down and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, if it takes me a month or it takes me three months to do it or longer, um, I'm really just going to take my time and just 
it's kind of special. So I just want to make it a special thing. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that. I'm also right. building our my build for uh, one of our patrons. Um, mm-hmm. The building is all but done. I just need some trim pieces, and then I'm gonna put it on a piece of foam as like a die. I love this sign. This sign little, looks great. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and I photo match yeah. the color pretty damn close. So, yeah. um, I got the sign done. I got the whole building's done. I just gotta do the uh, like some trim on the top near the near the roof, and uh, I'm gonna put it on a little piece of foam and make it into a little street scene. Um, Nice. That's all I gotta do, and that part will be pretty quick because that stuff's much quicker, in my opinion. That stuff goes a lot quicker. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I also have this Ravel or Revel, whatever, whatever, however you pronounce it, right, thing. Right. This Ford Ranger pickup. So mm-hmm. uh, last night I officially opened the box and got all the pieces wow. out. I got all the pieces out, laid it on the tray, started prepping everything. I cut uh, the, some of the larger sections out and started mm-hmm. sanding the sprues and stuff smooth so you don't see them when I paint it um, right the pickup truck is black on the box but I'm gonna do it uh, I forget I can't find the paint that I bought for it it's over on the other table but um are, are you spraying it yes or are you hand painting I'm spraying it you gotta spray it man yeah I'm, gonna, I'm not hand painting that it'll look like it'll yeah, look like it'll- hot garbage yeah, exactly. It would look like a smashed ass. So I'm yeah. gonna um I'm <laughs> I'm painting it uh like a fire engine red pickup truck. Right. Oh cool. It's gonna be a a red cherry red fire engine red type pickup truck with black and chrome trim. Nice. So and I'm not nice. gonna I'm not gonna leave it looking pristine, of course. Um Yeah, you're gonna bitch it up. I'm I gonna understand. I'm gonna make it look like it's been I've decided that I'm gonna do a scene on a dirt road. Um, maybe put like a uh, like a picket not a picket fence I'm sorry like a a farm type fence with like the wire like a wire fence with uh, Mm -hmm. wood posts like an electric fence kind of like a so that way the pickup truck looks like it's along a a road and beside the road is like one of those electric cattle fences with just posts and three wire electric fence yeah Um, kind of like your backyard fence that's the inspiration I'm going to use yeah so my neighbor has a farm like you probably heard a million times, there are men. I've been zapped by that damn fence. That already. fence will pop you hard. So um, we were at that picnic out there, and and Adam threw a football over, and I went over to get it. And everybody's like, "It's turned off! It's turned off!" And I went climbing through it. And oh yep. yeah. Well, you can learn hard yep. way pretty quick with this. And things. on the way back through, I tried to avoid it. On my way Did back again. through, and I lit, and I hit myself again. Yep. Well, it's not hard to do. It, suck, it would suck to be a cow. So. Go ahead. Anyways, I got another story about that, but um, we yeah. won't. Well, no, no, let's go into it then. Let's go into it. Anyways, yeah, let's real start. quick. Let's start. It's about a cow tail. But anyways, it's a tale about a cow tail. Anyways. <laughs> the, the, oh, we also have a bear. I'm going to get into that next. You have a what? A bear. Anyways. You have a bear? Yeah, I didn't know that. A bear. Oh, I just found out. Oh. So anyways, Ford Ranger pickup. This, uh, the patron build for one of our patrons and a assassin vinegar works. That's what I got going on. The pickup truck, I am going to paint it uh, cherry fire engine red, like a hot red color, but it is going to look like an off-road pickup and like, right. a, like an old farm truck, so I'm going to weather it pretty good, and I'm not going to rust it all out, but I'm going to make it look like a farm truck. 
Yeah, well, uh, you know what? I have this. Uh, well, you know what else uh, I'm going to do? Dust and dirt deposits you could use. That'll be perfect. But the other yeah. thing I saw the other day that made me want to make it into a farm truck, and it is a different type of pickup truck as far as make or as far as mm-hmm. model, but I thought the farm next to my neighbor's farm is another farm. They're not Mennonite, so they have some vehicles. And right. um, they have an old F-150. It is old as dirt. And right. they, got an, they got license plates on it from our state that say farm use only oh um oh. our state i'm sure other states do it right right offer license plates for farm use vehicles and i saw that old pickup truck and i'm like that is what i want it to look like with a so i'm actually going to make a scale sized uh 124th or 125th uh, farm use license plate for the front and back of it so it looks like it's an old farm use vehicle um no, oh, nice. So that's my inspiration is the old farm truck I saw the other day. Um, anyways, huh. let's get into these two tales of animals real quick. Yeah, let's hear about this. So do you want to hear the cow tale about the tail, or do you want to hear the bear one first? I want to hear the bear one first. Are you kidding me? All right. So we have a bear. Wait a minute. If we do the bear one, is it going to shadow out? Is it going to kind of dull down the cow? No. The cow tail is the best. Okay. Let's do the bear. And you've never heard either. The bear one is recent. The cow one is an old one, but I just never told you. So uh, we'll get on with it. All right. We have a bear, and actually, as I'm sitting here recording, my basement garage door is open, and I'm thinking about this damn bear now, just like walking down through my basement. But anyways, we uh, were out the other day yard sailing. We had a yard sale in our yard, and. Uh, um, one of our neighbors drove up and put his window down. And he said, hey, just letting you know, uh, I saw a bear run through your yard the other day. And I was like, uh, excuse me, what? He said, oh, yeah, it ran through your neighbor's yard, ran through your yard, and off into the field. Just kept running. And then we saw it another. We saw it a couple of days before that running through uh, the other neighbor's yard up the road. So there's a, oh, ju- there's a juvenile black bear just kind of, he probably got kicked out from his you know, his mother. Mother probably kicked him out. Right. Um, he's probably a year old now at this point if he's getting kicked out. So, which is still a pretty good sized bear at a year old. Yeah, probably 150-ish size yeah. pound. It's yeah. as big as me. Sure. You know. Yeah, no black bear. Or, or sure. bigger. Well, a one-year-old bear is a ju- is still a juvenile. So you're looking at Correct. you're looking at a a bear in a 150 range. Uh, right. But right. anyway, so now there's this bear roaming around. Um, He's just roaming around, getting in the shit. So uh, he's knocking trash cans over, and he's traipsing through people's yards. I've yet to seen it, see it. I'm sorry, but our neighbor, both of our right, neighbor, right. both of my neighbors, have now warned me that they've seen it going through our yard and going through their yards. So he's out here somewhere. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited to see him. I want to see the bear, but um, maybe he'll make an appearance on the podcast tonight. Who knows? Wow. So, <laughs> so we have a bear. But let's get to this cow tale about the electric fence. Yeah. This has nothing to do with model railroading, by the way, but it's just funny as hell. <laughs> so uh, this was a couple, yeah, okay, this was a few this. years ago, and I didn't even think about it now until you brought up that electric fence again. But uh-huh. the ad- adjoining my property is a dairy farm. So right. the cows get in there and they, you know, they bump up against the electric fence, I'm sure. But occasionally... They get their tails wrapped around the fence. Okay. And I one day went out and found a tail 
uh, a chunk of a tail on the ground near the electric fence. So the only thing I could think of, <laughs> I, I can't I, I can't make this up. The only thing I can think of is that the the cow had his tail around, like was whacking it around, like knocking flies off. Yeah. And somehow got it wrapped around the fence, and it shocked him, and he took off, and it ripped the end chunk of his tail off. I can't oh, think of anything. Else. Oh. I can't think of anything else it would be from. How what how how else would there be a chunk of a tail laying on the ground in my yard? It was on my side of the fence too, in my yard. Oh no. So I'm thinking. Yeah, that had to be how it happened. I'm thinking that's how it happened. I don't know if that occurs often, but there was a chunk of a cow tail in my yard, right along the fence. Oh my word. Oh so my the word. only thing I could think was he was in there flopping his tail around, swatting flies away, and yeah. it got wrapped around the electric fence, and then it popped him, and he just yeah. took off and ripped his chunk of his tail off. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my word. That's messed up. So, unless he got it caught, unless he got it caught somehow, and like in the corner where the where the fence meets the post. Oh yeah, that somehow. could be it. I don't know. And he got caught in that, like wedged in there. Or something. Who knows? That's messed up. I just uh, googled. Okay, well, well, hang on. I just googled cow tail rip off electric fence, and yeah, there's a whole bunch of articles on like animals and their tails near electric fences. Oh. Huh, it must not be an uncommon thing then. I don't know. I just know that electric now, do fence... They grow, do they grow back ever? I doubt. I don't know. I don't know. That's something to find out, I guess, if you really care that much. We also have... We also... I don't know. We also have a large amount of coyotes and fox. Yeah, I know you get coyotes. Out. Coyotes and fox in this area. And not that a coyote but, would attack uh, a cow... I'm sorry, not that a, fo- no. a fox would attack a cow, probably not, but no. we have a shitload of coyotes, and yeah. it could have been a coyote thing, because even as you've been on the phone with me, I've had coyotes in my yard while you're on the phone with me, eating shit. Right. Like, they're eating animals in my yard. Wow. So, and you, yeah, yeah, I've already been on, I've the, heard it. been on the phone with you, and you can hear them out there like screaming and, and going after animals so right and i've heard i've heard coyotes getting animals in the past too yeah so. well and their coyotes will be yipping and hooting and hollering in our backyard so it may be right. it might have been yeah. a, it might have even been a coyote event i don't know all i know and is I someday found... when we have time when we have time someday i will share the day that you and i were surrounded and some we'll others save that for another we say yeah we're surrounded by coyotes in the middle of the woods in north carolina yeah. so all right yeah. So let's get a little bit into the... So there was a weird tail thing. I don't know how... I don't even know if you can attribute it to the electric fence, but there was a cow tail in my yard one day, and I have no clue how the cow tail got there. <laughs> that is a tail... Well, about, that's very interesting. And that's that, a story we've never that, had on the show in And that days. we will call a tale about a cow tail. A tale about a cow tail. So I, and I just threw it in the... Tr- I threw it in my dumpster. What else are you supposed to do with it? I don't know. So yeah, true. Picked what, it up. What now that I think about it, it might have been coyotes. I don't know. Because a cow tail, how do you rip a cow tail off with your, I don't know. So it could have been coyotes. Who knows? So, so um, right. okay. So Let's that's, get into this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, let's do that. That's what's on my bench. Let's transition to the weekend. All right, to the weekend. Oh, so this weekend, we have a pretty flipping awesome thing planned. Yeah. Um. And I'm extremely excited. I can't take any credit for setting anything up. 
Um, no. That was one of our listeners who did a lot of work yeah. getting everything set up. And you know who you are. Tons of thanks go out to you. But yeah. um, I know there's quite a number of people going. And uh, we are going to be attending. I'll let, I'll let you tell them. We will be um, visiting the uh, Franklin and South Manchester uh, Railroad by George Selyus. And this is a bucket list thing for me and for many others. Um, and we'll have a group. Uh, some of them um, are some of our some of our patrons. Um, some of them are uh, people that uh, that were you know that we've had on the show as modeling guests. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna meet. I think there's a, a bunch of people that are gonna be there. Um, and of course, Brett and I will be there. I think there. there's 29 and, going. I think so. And um, so that'll be yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have five hours with the the layout and uh, a good time. And um, it's gonna should be should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm planning on taking a lot of pictures. I plan on asking a lot of questions with, uh, Mr. Celius. Um, I'm sure everybody else will be too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's going to be, it, it's going to be very exciting and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. There's some, uh, I a lot of people one, that I we're friends one. with here who will be there. Yeah. We got a, a couple of listeners show, you know, I think there's a hand, there's a bunch of listeners actually going to be there. Listeners, some of the manufacturer guys, some of the manufacturers are going to be there. Um, uh, I know some of our guests are going to be there that we've had on the right. show. So exactly. this is just going to be an awesome weekend. Um, I'm right. super pumped. And for me, it's kind of like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now. I've yeah. I've idolized that book that that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The original one. Somewhere it got lost in the. But I got a new one now though. But still, yeah. that that book, I've idolized. I'm gonna bring it along so you can look at it in the car for so long. And um, as a kid, when I first get it signed. when I first started my um, my little end scale layout that I did in the spare room that never really got finished, mm-hmm. all the way to now, I still look at his pictures and just like everybody else does, and I think like, man, if I could only have that, um, yeah. And I don't want to have that. We've already talked about this. We want to do our own yeah, style. Yeah. But still, right. but everyone, when you're younger, but everyone has that dream, like, oh sure. man, to be. When you're a kid looking at it, that's oh, exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah, right. Or when you're starting out model railroading and you right. don't know right. what your style is. Yeah, but and you still, don't know, and when you're young and you don't know how much that costs you to get to that point, <laughs> or you don't know how much it costs to own a casting company where you can make all your own castings <laughs> and do. Anyways, that's a whole different story. But right. um, you know, now that we've developed our own style. And everyone who model railroads has developed their own style at some point. Right. You still look back at your idols, the Howard Zanes, the George Selyoses, mm-hmm. and you you still look at them and go, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, man, yeah. Why can't I do that? Like everyone, do- I know everyone does it. Yeah. No matter yeah. how good you are or just a beginner, yeah. everyone looks back at your idols and go, "Ah." I want to do that so bad, like, but, yeah. and you're already doing it in your own way. It's just, yep, you're 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 your worst critic. So yeah, when I was a kid, when I was younger, not kid, I was younger when I got into this in my twenties. When I first got in, it was now Malcolm that I'm, now that I'm thirty, Dave Freire and you know these, oh. these kind of guys, and and uh, they were the ones in the Model Railroader magazine and 
stuff you would get all the time. Yeah. And oh yeah. You knew the names, but you know, they wrote their own books and you would buy them. And, and you know, those were the names. Howard Zane was a name then too. Yeah. As, as well as uh, Hal Reynolds and some of these other guys. And so, yeah, you, you become, you come, become familiar with, with them. And well, and what's, what to me is the most exciting thing is I know even when I look at that book on the way up on Friday, yep. I know no matter how much I try to remember every scene within that yeah. layout, even when I see those scenes in person, I'm going to yeah. think, holy shit, that looks nothing like that photo. Yeah. Like, that looks nothing like what I expected it to. It looks, I hope, which I'm sure it will, that sure. it looks better. Oh, yeah, yeah, it will. Um, You know, and everyone we've talked to said it's probably one of the most uh, amazing things that they see. And yeah. a few of our people that we're going to be meeting there that are going as well have been there more than one time. So, mm -hmm. uh, or this will be their second time or so. Um, they even say like, oh no, it's nothing like what you see in the photos. Like you, it's just, you have to see it in person. Right. So right. I, that's what and I'm excited for. This is awesome. Oh no, but I'm excited for it because I'm, what I'm excited for is I have an expectation for what I think it's going to look like in my head, right. just from what I've seen online or on videos or in the book. Mm -hmm. And I know that's going to be blown away once I get in that room. Right. But yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's been a 30 year, 30 plus year uh, wait for me to be able to hey, see this here. thing. I'm excited about that. And it's been a 30 plus year for, yeah, wait for me too. too. Yeah. yeah. I can say that so, now. Huh. Yeah, technically it has. So, yeah. you know, but this is just an awesome thing. I'm excited about it, and I'm happy that this gentleman uh, set this all yeah, up. And yeah, I'm no, happy, it's going to be a great time. I'm happy, too, that uh, George was cooperating and allow, allows, is allowing us to come up and see it. So this is going to be cool. And uh, we're going to make another stop along the way, but I don't want to get into well, that. Well, we're going to save that one. We're going yeah, to leave that, that feather in our hat for another talk. Yes, it's going to be a doubly fun week, let's just put it that way. And uh, A doubly fun week. I like yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, so, um, I'm not looking forward to the drive, though. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's going to be a long... Ride it with me. Yeah, I, I'll just make fun of you the whole time, probably. I'm sure you will. Yeah, sure you will. as usual. Yep. Um, but that's fine. That's what we do. That's our thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the so we got the Franklin South Manchester layout visit this weekend. We got a little surprise up our sleeves that we will hopefully have some cool stuff to share with you guys after this weekend. Um, I think we will. But anyways, let's get into your topic of the week now, um, and then we'll get into our Patreon questions afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. So, well, the topic this week is. Something that has been going on for me uh, lately. Uh oh. And that is. Are you gonna? Is this like a big announcement? No, no, no. Are no, you no, having no. a baby? I'm having a baby. Oh my god. No. I'm gonna have a brother. You gonna have a brother? Finally, Finally. after Finally. thirty years, <laughs> I'm gonna have a brother. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I'm just. <laughs> I, 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 I really. Physically possible. I, I really don't. So, uh, I really yeah. don't want a brother. By the way. <laughs> I don't want to share um, my toys. <laughs> anyways go, go ahead anyhow um you know it's it's uh your mom has been taking me to uh, we, we go out on weekends and things and oh, go great. do things i am gonna have like a brother to... <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm kidding it's messed up man so uh but we've been going to um you know like uh antique shops and, and antique malls and things like that 
And um, and I and I dreaded it when she first mentioned it. Oh, why don't we go up there to this? We went to the Duncannon Sled Works up in Duncannon, Pennsylvania. And, and I was like, ah, it's where they make the, uh, the uh, I'm sure. Radio flyer sleds. Radio flyer sl- sleds, yeah. The famous radio flyer sleds that were made there. And, um, and so you got a museum and everything they else. They made wagons it, too, but anyways. They made wagons as well. And then it also had, um, I don't think it was not radio flyer, it was lightning flyer. No, it lightning it's radio flyer. flyer. No, hold on. We're going to confirm that real quick. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Before you look, any, before you look, before you look anything up, let's put yeah. a bet. Let's put a $1 bet on it. Okay. You're on $1 bet lightning flyer. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, so, on Friday morning, we'll drive up. We got, we can stop for breakfast and you can uh, buy me an egg McMuffin. All right. Hold on. Hold on. You keep talking. I'm going to look. I'll keep talking, but I think I'm right. I'm probably wrong. I think I'm wrong, guys. Oh, shit. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, man. I'm out an Egg McMuffin. I think I'm out an Egg McMuffin, everyone. Uh, bummer. This is why I don't all bet. Right, this right. is why I don't bet, because I always We're lose. We're both wrong. We're both wrong. Oh, good. So nobody has anything. Anybody, how about... It's a how about... Guider. Lightning um, guider. You were, hanging, you were closer. One hanging from my ceiling. You were much closer than I kitchen. was. Don't ask why it's hanging from the ceiling in the kitchen. It's hanging from hooks in the ceiling. Have you ever been off there's, of it? There's baskets and pots and pans and shit hanging off of it. Anyhow, so it used to be my wife's sled when she was a little girl. Anyhow, um, we went to this place and it has a big giant antique mall. And I thought, ah, this is going to suck. I don't want to look at other people's old crap, you know, and I don't want to bring any old crap with me uh, and take it home. You don't so, want to get another lightning glider sled to hang from the kitchen. Yeah, a glider, not glider, a glider. And, um, but anyhow, we are um, walking through this thing and looking at this stuff. And she goes, hey, Todd, look over here. There's train stuff. You know, antique, you know, train stuff. Some of it was antiques, and I guess it was. Uh, so there were some HO scale um, engines and boxcars and oil tankers and, you know, um, different, you know, pieces from old kits. It might have been lifelike or stuff like that. And then you look through, and there was some other ones that were therns and, and such like that. And they had them on boxes on the shelves. And there's nobody at these little booths inside this indoor antique mall. Is it like a They're, big consignment place? Yeah, yeah. They have their booth, and then they set all their stuff up, and then they have a sign-up. It'll say, like, 25% off or 40% off of everything today. Yeah, buy know? my junk. And, yeah, buy my junk. You know, <laughs> I just want to get food. So I don't want so my junk I'm anymore. Like, my wife wants me to get it out. Buy my junk. God, right. If you don't buy my junk, we're going to get a divorce, and I need to get my junk well, gone. <laughs> well, you can find some pretty good stuff in there. And, um, you know, you, you want to you find the booths in those places that are – you know, that have 25% off or 50% or 40% off, obviously. Some don't offer anything off. And um, then they also Those are the like, people that think that their junk is worth more than what it really is. Yes, and that's where I'm going to go with this here oh, shortly. Oh, I cannot okay. wait. Well, because you, you're searching through it and you're finding stuff. And it's like a it's like a red caboose from a Tyco set from the... Oh, oh my God! Whoa! You just 
drop the atom bomb of swear words. Woo! Shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You did mark. I hope you marked that one. We got that one marked so, down. <laughs> I got really into it. Sorry about that. Keep going, so, please. And this is gold. <laughs> so, anyways, we, um, you know, it's, it's some Tyco thing. Nothing against Tyco. Hey, I had Tyco trains when I was younger and all that. And maybe when I first started model railroading 30 years ago, I might have had Tyco set to get me kicked off. But, you know, it, the, the, it was a red box car from that totally looked, you know, like a toy plastic type thing. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't quality in any way. It had the old couplers on it and everything that they yeah, used to right, have. And, right. Yeah. Okay. They had it marked like, they had, they had it marked like $20. Oh my goodness. $20. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm like rummaging through the box, you know, and there's some other ones there. And I'm like, they're, and they're, they're all like that. It was like, and I'm like, what do you, what, what do you think these stuff is worth? Power packs, the old style power packs that came with those sets. And they had like a single lever on them and they slid them around. They were like gold color and they said Tyco on them. And they wanted $25 for a power pack. I like, got it. You... It's unreal. Some of these people, how some of these people think that they can get this much. Now there's the other ones that know what the stuff's worth right so you may not get a bargain they now you got that's the thing in these types of places these are antique dealers so they know when you go in they they you they have sat that's what they do this is their business so they look every item up and they look whether it's popular or if there's a trend going on it or something like that or if they know that there's mild railroaders are going to go out and look for these particular type items and they're a little higher end items and they were going at what you, but here's the thing, they were used. And this is what bothers me. Some of these things I saw that were used in, in these places, not, not, and this isn't just in the Dunn Cannon one. I'm not knocking Dunn Cannon one. It's very, it's pretty cool because I did pick up some cool stuff in that one. Right. Okay. But we were with, we were in another one this last weekend. And some of the places you know, are not we were, so cool. Right. And we were in Maryland. That was, uh, and, uh, um, in northern maryland right and uh that was this weekend and, and it was another one similar to it actually the same size about the same size big anyhow um they they look up the things that they uh, are they think they know what it's selling for and they're selling it for what it's going for new right and i'm like hey that's uh, you know i could go buy this and get it cheaper it's good it's a good item but it's not a deal, and it's been used. I'm going to add yeah. one more thing to that. Yeah. A lot of people on eBay do the same exact thing. Right. Um, yes. Did I ever send you that picture of the Coca-Cola freight car that I saw? That was like $110 or something? Yes, and, yes, and did, yep. There was like the guy titled it like limited, limited, rare, Coca-Cola, uh, freight train, HO scale, whatever. Right, right. It was 110 bucks, and then like right below it on the same listing, was another one that was selling for like 595. <laughs> yeah, you said and that. And this too. this one had like dust on the top of it. If you're listening, Coca-Cola yeah. freight car guy, I'm the guy, Brett Wiley. I'm the guy that kept offering you, uh, or when you have or best offer, I'm the one that oh, offered. Right. I'm the one that kept offering you six bucks every time I could. 
because <laughs> everyone else was selling it for like five to seven dollars, and you had it listed for ninety nine. I think it came down to like ninety nine bucks, but still, you had it up there for like a hundred dollars. It had dust on it. Oh, so you're. That's why it has dust on it. It's just like yeah, because he listed it at a hundred bucks. But yeah, exactly. You know, there's some people out there that I think. What a douche. Oh. That's a, is that a new word on the podcast? <laughs> I guess it would be, yeah. But I think that's I'm gonna, what he is. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's that's wrong. There's some idiots out there, man. You know? Yeah. No. I so, guess if you're dumb enough to pay for it, but still. Someone might have bought it. Who knows? Yeah, buyer beware. But I just, you know, I see the same thing with eBay that I see in a lot of antique shops is, um, you know, people think they have something that's worth way more than what it actually is. Um, yeah. And this is not just model railroading. This is a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, you and I were in two sports cards for a little bit. And yeah. I actually worked well, well, when you were a kid. Yeah. Well, and I, but when I actually worked in a sports card shop for mm-hmm. two or so years, two or three years, and I would see people bring the, the, the craziest stuff in and they think it's worth they think they're going to retire, right? And then they, they want me to grade it for them. They want me to open up the Beckett sports card, the, the, the Beckett price guide and find out what it costs. Right. And then they want to sell it to me and they go, well, I want what the price guide says it's worth. And I had, you know, I have to say, well, your car, your thing's not worth a hundred dollars because it's, uh, it's covered in baby food or whatever the, whatever yeah. the hell this sticky stuff is, and it's not even in a case, and it's got bent corners, and it's just like that with model <laughs> railroading. You know, yeah. you got someone that says, well, I saw someone sell this for $150. Okay, yeah, well, that yeah. was the original packaging, and it was still unsealed. I mean, it, right. it wasn't even unop- it wasn't even opened, and uh, right. not unsealed, because that would be opened. But it was un- wasn't yeah. opened, and it wasn't this, and it was brand new, and this and that and this, and... And then they see it and they go, they see that they have the same thing that was sitting in the bottom of their junk bin for 20 years mm-hmm. and it's all banged up and scratched and covered in dust. And they go, right. I could sell that for $125 too. And that's, that's what they good. want. Um, and yeah. I, and then you see that sometimes when you go to these antique places too, with, with especially oh, yeah. with collectibles now, and I, model railroading. What I did see a lot of, it was cool, but I'm not into it, but it's, you know, it, it is cool, cool. And if you're, some of you train guys out there might really be into stuff like that. So you will look hard. You'll see a lot of Lionel stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, you'll see a lot of the tin Why is type that? cars from way back before Lionel. They have these tin so, these tin trains. I saw them. I, and they're kind of cool in a way. What's I'm going to pose a question. Why is what? Why do you see so much Lionel stuff in, in, in yard sales and antique stores? Because they're antiques now. You see a lot of it. You see a lot of newer stuff too. Well, yeah, and not 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 a place like this. Not a place like okay. this. This right. is an antique shop, you know. I didn't see a lot of new stuff. It was a lot of oh, older okay. Ant- so antique. Okay. Uh, you know, stuff from you know. When I say antique, we're talking. You know, we could be talking as far back as the '80s here. I um, mean, you know, that's. So, you're, but you're talking, that's 40. I'm an antique You're then. talking almost 40 years here, you know? So. If I'm an antique right. from the 80s, what are you? You're like a fossil. We're talking about, when I say antique, I'm talking about 30 years, 30, 30 years beyond and back. Oh, okay. Is what you're looking at. Okay. And, and so that's what we're looking at for a lot of this stuff. And 
But, you know, that that's not where I'm getting at with this. What I've been having fun with doing uh, is it's cool to go there because you may find a rare, cool thing, and they may have it marked down, and they may have it on sale, and you may make out like a bargain. So check those places out. But what I have found in them is I got this little cable car, like a San Francisco cable car. It's it's uh, maybe the it's it's made of wood, and it's a it's actually a a, a music box that winds up on the bottom and it just sits there on a shelf or whatever. And it's made of wood and it's well decorated. It's got little brass handrails on it and stuff to grab grab irons and things for the people to jump on and off. And it's 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 just kind of it's kind of you know trainsy, you know. And it looked good on my workbench as like a decoration. And the jukebox, the music box part, the jukebox, the music box part doesn't wind. It's busted. It doesn't work anymore. I picked the thing up. I paid two dollars for it, you know. But it's definitely somebody hand painted this thing. Yeah. And uh, and and it's very well done. And you know, to to those people, it was a junk because the, the music box doesn't work. But who cares? I don't want this thing chiming music while I'm sitting here, anyways. It's just one of those little, you know. Uh, little eccentric things you would put on your workbench or as a decoration. And then, so I see that there's other things you can find there at these places, like, like railroad signs and metal, you know, rounded metal railroad signs and, you know, li- signs for lines, like railroad lines that are different, you know, the different rail lines that are out there. Um, I, if you go to Lancaster down near Strasburg, there's an antique shop that I went in there uh, it's right down the road from the Choo Choo Barn and the um, the the uh, the uh, train museum that's down there. Um, is that a national train museum or whatever that is? I don't know. Like, it's, sort of thing. it's some kind of train museum. Anyways, but yeah, there's a big. You'll you'll see the antique shop when you drive into into Strasburg, and in there there is a ton of railroad memorabilia, things like menus from the from the dining cars of all like B&O and Pennsylvania and New York Central, all these different and other ones too. I mean, uh, you know, uh, advertisements and they're all in plastic and they're not real expensive. You're like, you know, four or five, six, seven, eight dollars, you know, for, for them. And these are old antique menus and they're in there. They're just neat little things you might want to frame and put up on your wall and in, in your shop. I think how you decorate your, your, your work area helps magnify the enjoyment you get out of your let's call let's call it what it is what we where we work is our man cave our layout room our workbench area it's our it's it's sort of like our man cave and uh, so if you can get stuff like that you know at a good price and you you know that's a unique cool little thing you can pick up at places like that there's um they have also have um uh, timetables. Uh, all the pa- paper things you would find, placemats from in the dining car, that type of thing. Um, dishware with uh, the actual railroad dishware. I mean, this this just insane stuff you can find at these places. Railroad lanterns, and you can decorate your your shop. And if you're careful about it, you can make out pretty good, um, and not spend a ton, ton of money uh, doing so. Right. You know. So that's one way to shop. Another one is flea markets. If you can find a flea market, I hate going there too, by the way. I hate them worse than antique shops. At least the antique shops are generally worth, the antiques are somewhat sometimes worth something. But yeah, sometimes. It, it, 
Sometimes they're not, you know, and it's it's all in the eye of the beholder, of course. But at a flea market, it's people dumping their shit is what it is. And, you know, so I don't like going to them. But, you know, it's, it's sometimes we go to the flea market. So uh, we'll get drug around the flea market. I get to drug around the flea market. Well, sit there. You can sometimes, if you get there early in the morning at some of these flea markets, the big ones, um, and you hit the people that are just leaving their house with all their junk, you know, rifle through the early morning people that don't look like dealers, and you might walk out of there with something decent. Right. And there's two types of people at a flea market. There's the people that know what they're yeah. doing, and there's right. the people that just are, are just offloading a whole truckload of garbage. Yeah, I don't plan to bring it back kind of people. You know? Yeah, right. I want this out of right. my house. Or, yes. or I'm I'm sorry I'm not trying to be mean but like you know yeah. Grandma passed away and she's got a house full of shit and yeah. I don't want to bring it back I have no room for my grandma's stuff right I just need to get right. rid of it so you but have, you're gonna be able to pick up cool right, stuff right tools I'm not talking just train stuff you can find that too but I'm talking like small tools and uh, you know maybe some benchtop power tools and things like that. You know, find these things. They're, 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 it's a great way to save yourself money for your workshop. It's a great ma- way to find yourself, make, uh, save yourself some money, find uh, supplies. I found paintbrushes. I found paint sets. I bought an oil paint set at a flea market one time. Or was it a yard sale or something she drove me to? It was a yard sale. Right. And I found an oil paint set. I paid a dollar and a quarter for it. And it was a big oil paint set. It had like 40 different shades of oil paint in the tubes. And, um, you know, they didn't, they didn't care. They just went out of their garage, you know? So, um, I picked it up and it was Rembrandt too. It was good. It was good stuff. Buck and a half. So, you know, look around and, and stop at places like that. Sometimes you may hit the jackpot, save yourself some work on your, on your, uh, or some money on your, on your workbench. You know? Yeah. Right. So. Well, I know, I know, I do know flea markets are a good place to pick up tools, um, uh-huh. Cheap tools, whether you need them for model railroading or whether you need them for home improvement. Uh, oh, yeah. Flea markets are usually an awesome place to pick up some cheap used tools. Yeah, yeah. So, so. anyways, that covers that. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of touch on that. I, I picked up this box, this uh, cable car, and I thought it was cool. Kind of, it's a little on the cutesy side, but it sits on the back back here, and um, yeah, it's just one of those things that. Yeah, you know, that and the, and there's Did you a, say a cutesy. Yeah, cutesy. It's cutesy. I don't know yeah. who you are. I like the creepy dog, like the creepy doll head on my lower back. I have a picture of something that I have. I'm gonna send it to you right now. It's gonna it's gonna come across on Facebook Messenger. I okay. added my own creepy doll to the to my Did basement. You? Yeah. Grandma, oh no. And it's from Grandma, so it's only fitting. Oh God! I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. I was waiting for you to see it, but you haven't. So give me a second. Okay. I'm taking a so picture. Anyhow, I'm taking a picture of it right now. I'm gonna message it to you. So yeah, you know, it wasn't really necessarily the same kind of main topic tonight. It was about things you could pick up, but there's materials and things that you can pick up at flea markets, at at at, uh, at antique stores. Even that, there's old tools and small small things you can pick up or you can use for. For uh, your workbench, uh, tools and things like that, scissors and you know tweezers and pliers and things like that are always uh, it can be found at those places. You know, uh, check them out and uh, you know do yourself a favor and save yourself a couple dollars. Know what you're looking for too. 
you know? Right. Do you have your phone on or your laptop oh. up? I do have my phone on. Go yeah. to your Facebook Messenger. I want it. Okay, you sent a photo. Oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's some what kind, the hell of, kind of doll is that? It's some kind of creepy ass, like, Amish looking doll that Grandma gave me in my stocking. No kidding. When was this? At Christmas this year. I don't remember seeing it when we were all together. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to send wow. you a second picture. Hang on. That is creepy. It is weird looking. I'm gonna, I'm afraid to it touch it. It doesn't even look like it has a mouth. Does it have a mouth? Yeah, it's got a little mouth. Is this thing <laughs> old? Yeah. I'm going to send you another picture. It's got a weird hat and everything. Oh, no. She, she's got the weirdest stuff sometimes. All right, I'm sending you a second picture. I'm going to put these pictures on our podcast notes uh, so you guys can see them. <laughs> Because this is weird. But it's in my basement now. Um, and it's probably the reason for all the weird, creepy noises that have been coming through my house recently. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a little Amish oh, doll. Oh, yeah. It has a little Amish hat. <laughs> I have no clue what it is. It's got suspenders no, and everything. No, that's so weird. Where does, where does my mom find this crap? I don't know. It's, it's got porcelain feet and a porcelain hands and face. Okay, so it is porcelain. This is an old doll. It's it's porcelain. Oh wow! And it's got the hand painted face. Oh, it does have the hand painted face. Yeah. Oh, that's so creepy and a weird little nose. <laughs> it blends right in with a weird little pursed lips. Oh, that's so whack. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, where she got a, it. Yeah, I, that's gonna creep me out when I go down there now. It's sitting on the beam that looks over the top of my workbench. So it's either, it's either bringing me good mojo or bad mojo. <laughs> but it's doing something. That's cool. So anyway. So anyhow, that covers that. So we got. let's uh, go to listeners. Yeah, topics. let's go. Listeners, it's our patrons topics. Oh, patrons topics. Yeah, All right. right. Patrons topics. Real quick, you got to get on there and see the shed that Dave Kruswick put up. Or uh, Dave Kruswick put up there about... Uh, the shed that uh, you and I are going to be using as your private shop. Anyways, that'll be afterwards. If you guys want access as listeners to our patron topics <laughs> of the week, did you see it? I did see that. Anyways, I don't Pops know. Garage. Yeah, you're such a delight right there. Well, I just pulled it up, damn it. Man, you got to get with the times here, old man. <laughs> All right. So, if you guys want access to our topics of the week, where you guys where you guys can suggest topics of the week, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash hoscalecustoms or hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support. And like we said earlier in the beginning of this episode, 100% of our podcast is now supported by our patrons. So, that is awesome. Um <laughs> Are you still laughing about that shed? I am, because it's like wood. <laughs> Never mind. This is this is funny. That's uh, Dave's Dave's a funny guy, man. And then did you like so, what I wrote up there? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be our beer drinking shed. Yeah, it's but, our beer drinking shed. That's pretty cool. Anyways, so, yeah. let's right. let's get to the topics. This week's topics. The first one by the patrons. Patrons. Topics. Patrons topics of the week. Let's go. We haven't talked enough. First, often. Let's go. First one from uh, Lynn. Is it sacrilegious to put to mix realistic and unrealistic items on a diorama or structure? 
and he attached a photo of a UFO above a uh, layout, <laughs> above a scenery photo. Um, it's your it's your dance party, I'm gonna, baby. I'm going to always do it. Exactly. We're always going to revert back to it's your layout. And I've seen Godzilla. I've seen what was uh, dinosaurs. I see a lot of people put dinosaurs on their. I will say their, yeah. the scenery work on this photo is awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and that's cool if it's something they're into and they and it, they do it up nice. Who that's even better I yet. No, I have no problem with adding anything crazy or zany to a scene or whatever. Whatever you want to do on your layout. It's all. It's it's you. I don't care what any club or any group or whatever organization says you can't do with your layout because, yeah. In real, in when it all boils down to it, we all do this for fun, and there shouldn't be anyone or any one group or any one organization yeah. out there that says you can't do that because we said this is a standard or whatever it is. And this you, is a standard game. Well, and, and no, no, well, sure I mean, track you can't. Is the right you can, width. Well, the track has to be the right width, or else you're not going to be able to buy cars. Don't but what I no, but what I'm getting what I'm getting towards is there shouldn't be any one single person or thing out there that says you can't do something because you want to do it. Um, yeah. So if it brings you joy in your layout, then I say, do it. That's um, right, man. And Go you know what? Your own rules, baby. We I I know I've seen some funny stuff that wasn't actually technically to scale, quote unquote, that adds some funny characters to a it adds some funny characteristics to a layout, and I think that's fun and. Yeah. It, it, as long as you get a chuckle out of it, and some of your guests get a chuckle out of it, whatever, that's that's right. That's all. It's all. That's all. It's about. I'm all about that. We I don't have, call that a sacrilege. No, I think it's all perfect. No. All right, all right. Next one is from Ron Kleitz of My Matt Models. Okay. If you continue to move into other scale modeling, 170, 172nd Revolutionary Soldiers, 125th Trucks, etc., do you have any? Do you have to legally change your name to any scale customs? Um, <laughs> I don't think we do. Uh, we've talked about this in the past where um, we were originally HO scale customs as Todd yeah. and Brett Wiley, but um, people know who we are. We're going to, we're we just are, trying to bring, still be moderate. We're just trying to branch out into other avenues of modeling because I feel like there's so much we can gain from, talking to and interacting with other um okay let me let me back this up for a long time all we've done is ho scale 187th that's it right um but i see so much other amazing work being done from other scale models other scales of modeling that i want to be able to make things and create work in these other scales Probably not to the quantity that these are, the quantity that these other people do, but you know, a couple times a year, I want to be able to post in yeah. uh, or or talk about these other things I'm working on because I want to be able to bring other types of modelers into our environment and say, hey, you guys do some great stuff, we do some great stuff, and let's learn from each other. Um, let's start right. to talk. There's a lot. We can so learn what I want to do is to start to mix modeling types and modeling scales within mm -hmm. what we do to provide you guys with more information to provide to start to reach out and provide more information to these other modeling communities. So right. that's what I'm really interested in. And I'm not going to like like we both said, 
we're not going to do it for every single thing we do. No. We're not going to just switch over to model trucks all of a sudden because I don't have the room right. for 10,000 model trucks in my basement. But, right. um, you know, if I do one or two a year and I mix it in with a couple other things, um, I just want to start to branch out and start to interact with other types of modelers to uh, to get other techniques that will help us with what we're doing for our layout and for our builds yeah. that I normally wouldn't have ever got before. So prime example, prime example. I was at when I was at the expo this year. Yeah. And now, mind you, it's a fine scale model expo. Okay, model railroad expo, but it's fine scale, fine scale modeling. Right. It's called the fine scale model railroad expo. Okay. So, um, fine scale is broad broad based. When I went into the contest room, and I was filming all the different. Uh, on a live feed, I was doing a filming of all the different models. And there was one where um, somebody modeled a man on a, a, with a motorcycle. And uh, he was standing along the side of a road near a billboard or something along that lines. And he was about maybe eight, nine inches. He might have been eight, eight, nine inches high. Okay. The whole model scene was that big. Okay. That was the man. And he was, that's the size he was. And there wasn't a train on there or anything else, okay? It was super, super finely painted down to the, you know, the details on the face and the, and the you know, work with his clothing and everything. It was, right. it was, it was almost doll size, but it wasn't doll size, you know? It was a, it was a model. Yeah, right. Um, and um, it was just very, very well done. And I got to thinking about that. And I was like, you know, I don't know who that was that made that. Um, it was it was definitely an exceptional model, and there was a lot I could learn from him. If I sat and talked to that guy, there's probably a lot I could have learned from him on how he shaded things and painted things, and I, you know, and and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a, a structure, okay, or a model railroad building, or a train uh, on a track, or a, anything like that. It wasn't about that. It's, uh, we love that. I love that. That's my favorite part. Is right. to do these to do these buildings and the scenery, and um, you know, in a train model railroad atmosphere. However, I can appreciate the hell out of other people that model other things, tanks and boats, and you know, oh, oh my gosh, the wooden boats. Those guys that are on Instagram. If you get on Instagram, you'll see wooden boat models. These guys make it are just intricate with little itty pieces of wood, almost like matchsticks, but they're not. It's, it's it's sick, and it, I, I I look at it and I'm thinking to myself, wow, that if I if I could just get to talk to that guy, and I have already, I could learn so much on how they do this or how they how he painted the deck on that boat or how he uh, got the um you know, the dirt on the windshield of his model airplane, you know these types of things and. And these are things that we can all use and apply in our own right, way on right. our own modeling. There's so much information so, yeah. out there that's outside of the HO scale or even model railroading realm that we want right. to branch out into. And our main thing is still going to be HO scale. So we're, we're, we're probably not going to change our name. Um, no. We're going to still go with Todd Brett Wiley's HO scale customs. And if we do, we do. But, but um, I don't think we're going to. I, I don't know. I don't really – at this point, I'm not – Listen, it's Everybody only two. Knows this is HO scale customs. Well, well, and, and, and first of all, it's only been. I only have one truck model, so I'm not going to change yeah. everything. I'm not going to change everything I already have here for one truck model. But, right, um, right. 
Anyways. And we're not gonna we're not Next. gonna punish you all by making you see a, a truck model every every couple weeks. No, no, no. I just wanna <laughs> no. I'm gonna mix that in with some other stuff and then continue right. to do what I'm doing. But uh, right. the next question he has, and he has a serious question that followed that up. Um, okay, cool. He said, have you considered making tree techniques? Mm. Uh, puff balls to individual branches and leaves, kebab skewers to custom crafted trunks. We have done it on our own here. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that we need to do more of before I think we're confident enough talking about we're still trying to learn the artistry of making trees. We're using trees. the super trees, some of the super tree stuff yes. right now. And they're amazing, by the way. They are great. But, um, but. you know, I want to kind of make a few dozen more before I start to actually do a little bit of a how-to and begin to talk about what we're using and how we're using it just yet. I'm not quite but. ready to uh, be the expert on trees. I'm not a expert yet. <laughs> yeah, but soon we'll but, get there. Yeah, I, if, I've made a maybe few. Maybe we other... can find somebody or a guest that could come on the show well, and give us some points. And I made a few the other day that turned out pretty damn awesome. Um, yeah, that I'm going to be throw. You'll you'll see them in some photos here soon. But um, I, you and I have made some super trees. We've done some other ones. I made some new super trees the other day. It's just something we need to experiment with just a little bit more as we continue to expand our layout before we. Kind right. of really, you know, become agreed. Become agreed. well, we're never going to be experts on anything. I don't consider no. myself an expert on anything, but um, no, we're going to talk about it more. I don't have a certificate that says my model master, my <laughs> master. <laughs> yeah, well, master we won't get into that. Railroad. Yeah, next question from Dan Pugatch. Yeah, let's not get into that one. If you could start no. over, would you model a different time period, region, and or scale, and why or why not? I'll let you lead that one off. If I could model another time period? Yeah, or scale. What I'm, or scale. Well, I think if I was going to try another scale, you talked about doing end scale. It's still not off um, the table. Right. I actually wouldn't mind trying O scale. And that's because I think, from what I've heard, you can add a whole... You, you have to. Your detailing is, uh, you can get more precise with it. It's bigger. It's more defined. Um, I, I wouldn't mind trying some O-scale stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't mind trying. Um, but as a whole layout? No, not a whole layout. I, I'm, a diorama scenes, okay. that type of thing. As far as a model railroad, I would just stay with HO-scale. Um, I love that scale. As far as... Um, a, t- a different time period, however, I have thought about the 1960s and 70s um, as a possibility. Yeah. Okay. I would not. I wouldn't pick anything different um, as well, far I as. Change, I don't want to change what I want to do. I'm saying if I ever did something. If I, I had to restart our layout, I would still pick yeah. the 30s, 40s, just because I think that's such a neat time in our nation's history. I, I don't know why I'm drawn to it. I just, I love it. Um, Me too. But I would Me probably, too. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to be mean, Dad. You're going to be mean. If it wasn't for you and your old ass eyes, I would probably do N scale. Whoa, wait a minute now. I'm not saying I can't model N scale. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. I might. I, I just. I, I wanted. I wanted to be able to try something more detailed and more in. No, 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 no. That, that's your. You... Whoa, whoa. Back yeah. up. I gave you your chance okay. to voice your opinion right, on what you want to do. Go ahead. I'm Please saying. Make fun of my eyes. Yeah, I'm just saying that if I had to choose again. Hmm. Um. I'm. I mean, ideally, I was still always drawn to HO scale. It's such a. I think it's the widest. It offers the widest variety Universal. of, of pro, yeah. it offers the widest variety of products available. Um, right. There's the most products available for it, in my opinion, and there's the widest selection of products available. So right. you have a lot more freedom with different things. But right. I will say, I do wish I had a small end scale layout, and that's still floating around in my idea brain. Mm-hmm. My idea brain, whatever that means, but uh, it's still it's still out there. I still want to do some different things, uh, n scale, maybe a little n scale diorama, which would be really in my in the room I have would be perfect. Um, so it's not out of the question, but I would definitely yeah. stay within my era. But I would maybe try to choose some n scale stuff. Right, and that's it. Cool. All right, all right. Next question. Yeah, from Jake. Go. From Jake Johnson, what's your favorite? Jake Johnson. What's your favorite new book on modeling? Uh oh. Um, I don't. Oh, I got one. Uh, I, well, I, my favorite newest book on modeling is the one that you actually got, which was the AK one, and it's actually yeah, one that, the dioramas FAQ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, dioramas it's, it's not FAQ. That, and it's not that new, but it's our newest. It's yeah, the newest one it's that we have. A couple years old now. It's the newest one that we have. Jake says yeah. his favorite one, that, well, he just ordered the water dioramas book from AK. Oh, I have that one as well. Yeah. But I have it on a, I have it on a digital um, ebook type thing. But yeah, yeah I have I think you shared that with it's me. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, I think I might have. Yep. Um, so our newest book book physically is the AK, um, the giant Bible of dioramas. But uh, yeah. that's probably my favorite one. Yep. My, I, without that, I had to say that is mine as well. Um, and the last one we have here, this last question here is from Greg Baker. Uh, he's saying, I love your weekly contest, but have you thought about another building contest or another group build? We have, Greg. Um, and we will we'll, be... We will be doing we're one. We're going to be doing one. We promise you there is one coming. Um we took a step back from our first live build to kind of reevaluate what we do and don't want to do for the next one. And rather than jumping into the next live build right away, we wanted to make sure we were doing it in a way that A, was better for our listeners that participated in it and better for us so that way we don't burn out on this. Because... I think the thing that we ran into in the beginning with our first live build was like, holy cow. Like I, there's, I mean, it's a lot, it was a lot to organize. Mm -hmm. So it might not have seemed like a lot from you guys, but we were always moderating each other's videos. And once a week, in addition to moderating two other people's videos, we were moderating, we were doing our own live video. Um, Yeah. It was three nights. It was three nights a week plus four nights a week for five or six weeks in a row. Yeah. So yeah. it was a lot. Four nights a week. Um, 
it do, don't get me wrong i enjoyed every second of it it was a lot of fun right but and we want to do it again i don't i just yeah. you and i and you and i took a step back when it was finished and we both thought you know if we do this again we don't want it to become something where we don't enjoy it so right. we're going to take a little bit different of an approach with the next live build um it's still it will be, happen this year it's still going to be just as awesome we promise right yeah. it's just going to be structured a little bit differently that way you guys get the maximum value out of it that you do correct um and for value i mean it's a free it's technically it's a free clinic but right um the value of the kit because you're still going to have to purchase that kit um so we want you to get the most out of that build and that time that you spend with us as possible while at the same time we're not going to be you know burning up three or four nights a week from our families doing a live build right and And, and keep in mind we just did it it was in february and march we had april may off and we're into june now but you know there's one coming two three a year i mean that's enough because it it is time consuming plus it does take time not only to um to put it together and organize it but to prep uh for the kit and make sure everybody has enough time to buy the kit and all that so there's there's a lot of factors in we it. Got, yep. We have some, well, there's another part of that question besides that. No, the, the weekly contests. He loves weekly contests, weekly contests, but he's wondering if we're going to ever do a build contest again. Um, Ooh. And yeah. I think he actually entered a couple of them. So we mm-hmm. will... We, we need to do that. We'll do something here. It's it's also... we're we're So let's just be real with each other here. We're heading into vacation season. So yeah. uh, a lot of people are going away and doing this and that traveling so maybe we work on something and it's really not that far away but if you think about it maybe we start to work on something for august and what we can do is to say uh, maybe end of august we start it but we'll start talking about it and what we want to do with it here about you know a couple weeks that way people can start to prepare and think about what they want to build right um and then we'll do the contest after you know after vacation season's over but we will right. do another contest as far as a live build. We're going to continue to do our weekly contest where we're currently giving away kits from railroadkits.com. That's going to be a perennial thing as far as the contest itself. Um, right. And we will be doing one well, we're, more than one. We're going to be doing two to three live builds a year depending on the complexity of the live build. So the live builds and the live clinics will still be happening. Um, and... We did obviously, like my dad said, we just did one in April and March. So if we do another one here, summer, kind of late summer, it really won't be that long of a time in between. Um, no, no. But you know, we have other things we have to do we'll, as well. We'll figure it out. So we'll let you know. We're gonna do yes. The answer to your question, Greg, is yes. We will be doing <laughs> both. Um, right. We just want to make sure that when we're doing them, they're they're as value you're going to get as much value out of it as you can while we're not going to be like we don't want to burn out on any of this so yeah yeah i'm good with that cool well that's the end of our questions for the week um look out because this weekend we are going to be busy we got some cool stuff happening this week we're going to be meeting a lot of our listeners up north well north for us um We're going to be 
you know, out with a couple of them. We're going to be on Saturday night. I know we're going to be going out to dinner with a few of them. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be seeing the Franklin South Manchester layout. So check out some awesome stuff from there. Uh, I am super excited for this. I have yeah. this weekend. I've been looking forward to for so long. Me too. Um, it is going to be a blast and I'm Me looking too. forward to meeting a lot of you guys. And by the time this episode publishes, you guys will probably be up there meeting us. So you'll listen to this after you've probably talked with us. And I know you've met a few of the listeners as well uh, before I was able to Mm, at last year's expo. But, um, you know, I was, I was doing my own thing. Right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting a few of you guys and a few of our guests and just, it's going to be an awesome time. So yeah, well, Well, we're going to call this week a wrap. Um, I'm good with that. Make sure, again, you participate in this week's photo contest where you put a comment on our pin post for this week's right. uh, podcast on our Facebook page. Or you could email the entry to podcast at hoscalecustoms.com. Again, you'll win a free kit from railroadkits.com. I know Railroad Kits has a ton of awesome uh, craftsman kits as well as castings the Franklin right. South Manchester original mold castings. You can get some of them on there as well. And uh, we are super happy that we have those kits to give away for our contest for your listeners and we are um soon going to be giving away some new kits from railroadkits.com uh, the dan and feed kits so it's a little bit right. bigger of a kit uh we're going to be giving them away as well so um make sure you guys participate in that contest sounds good but um all right as That's always it. we're going to log off for the night remember this podcast have is night have a good night. I'm not done. Oh, I was okay. going to say this podcast is completely now supported by our patrons. So again, thank you to our patrons. You guys literally do keep everything running and for help us keep everything going. So um, big shout out to our patrons. Uh, now we're going to call it a night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Model on. Model on. That's like <laughs> Wayne. That's like Wayne's World. Model Game on. on car game off (laughs) anyways all right later guys good night